Um, this is oh gosh, we got it. We got a metronome going. I'm a fool. Should we do? We got to do the claps to synchronize. Well, that's with for filming. We got to synchronize. <laughs> you don't know a damn thing, Lyndon. <laughs> you stay over there. Are we not filming this? We're not filming. We're not filming. I don't, do you see a camera? I'm just, I'm just Snapchat. I don't. Well, know. you're Snapchatting it. You can Snapchat the whole thing. I gotta, I gotta sync make, this up to my Snapchat. You know, what, make I the episode put it on worthless. This is coming out on July second. July second. Yeah, that's a, that's Canada Day. That's a statutory holiday. Yeah. So <laughs> you're gonna say statutory rape? No. That's what I think of when I think. Let's of not statutory. forget about wow. the statutory rape of our Aboriginal people. Thanks, Canada. I <laughs> does not right. ever forget that. We're not going to talk about that in this. We are recording. Uh, you can't my control what I say. Well, I can kind of control it because <laughs> I'm editing this episode. Are we? Are we? We recording? are recording. We, we could just recording. go if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, we're or just, just gonna go. Uh, uh, all right, I'm going to welcome you onto the show now, Lyndon. Uh, not Lyndon. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, great start. <laughs> great uh, start. Do we need to sync up a new start? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Enough, Lyndon. This is not Lyndon. your episode. You had an ep- You had a You're try. You're spectator. You tried, and now they're bringing in the big guns, Mister. The big guns. Your senior companion, Mister Troy Coop. Tr- Troy. Troy, the senior companion, Cooper. Cleaning up my. Mess. Okay. That's right. So <laughs> clean up your mess. Uh, you made a mess. Welcome to the Sorry. show, Troy. Um, Thanks, man. Do, do you feel welcome? I, I do feel welcome. I feel at home. Good. I really feel at home Good. right now. <laughs> Thanks for letting us use your uh, your podcast setup. Hey, you're so welcome. Uh, so kind of how this is going to work, which this episode is going to be obviously a little bit different because we have a live audience who has a microphone. Normally, <laughs> you don't give your audience mics. <laughs> I, love but, it. Uh, I love it on Conan when they give the audience a microphone. Like everyone in the audience just has the ability to talk with the show did they actually do that no oh okay it's but i mean we basically stupid idea and we, we shouldn't basically have done that. did that yeah. Lyndon, former guest of the show hey <laughs> L- Lyndon's back Lyndon's back so uh so welcome but uh this is troy cooper's episode so troy hey. basically what we're gonna do mm-hmm. is we're gonna talk about you okay. you are the subject of this show you are in my wax museum now. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, no, that's terrifying. <laughs> that is a little bit that's terrifying. That's a terrifying okay, okay, okay. thing to say so, to someone. So we're, we're, you are mine now. <laughs> you are mine. You are part of my museum. You belong in you, my museum. You are in my museum now. Oh, boy. Um, not just as a guest, but as a permanent specimen. Okay, okay, okay. This is terrifying. All right, wow, yeah. Okay. You're like, you're, you're like oh, I'm going to switch <laughs> this, this around. This is going to really be not creepy anymore. <laughs> so Let me make it ten times more creepy. Yeah. So uh, so basically what we do, yeah. we talk about how we met. Okay. We talk about where you're from, mm-hmm. where you've been, what you've been doing, what you're doing, and what you're going to do, and <laughs> what you want to do, and what you hope you're going to do, but probably won't do. Root to kaboot. Yes. Wait, what you want to do and probably won't do? Yeah, I mean... Because society yeah. doesn't approve of it yeah. yet. Yeah, share dreams. Yeah. Okay. Tell us... So, so Where Troy, do I start? Do you remember a time when we met? Do you remember the first time we met? So I started... I was listening to Lyndon's episode of this uh, on the way home from work today, and, and I, I thought... I started thinking of this question as we were... Uh, or rather, as I was listening to Lyndon describe it... And I, I feel like I re- first remember you coming onto the scene, the Calgary YSA yeah. scene. Uh, 
I think it was an institute class that I first saw you or was like familiar with you. You weren't you weren't fully formed yet, though. <laughs> I wasn't fully formed. No. Uh, what uh, What would you say? What kind of evolution of Pokemon would I be? You were like honestly probably still like a Squirtle. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe you're a War Turtle now. I okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like before when I first saw you, I, your style because you've kind of come into a style in the last year or two or three. I don't. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah, and you've sort of like developed this persona as you know you're like a media guy now. Mm-hmm. You're like a you're this person, and I don't know if you really had that when I first like came across you. I don't think so. So it's almost like I met two different people. Like, and I don't even know if we like spoke to each other or met when I first saw you. But I, I don't think so. I think it was like what it's been with probably most of the people that I've had on the show already. Is it's been like a like a floating around each other yeah and then a oh now we're friends i guess you know like yeah yeah. uh, you know it was never oh you know what it it is what sorry go ahead finish your thought okay it it was never like a like a handshake and like a now we've met you know i feel like we've had several handshakes and we've we've shaken hands several times yeah um so i i think i remember sort of there was a moment where I think it was around the time you you like reached out to me, and I this is how I knew you were like a special guy. Oh, and you are a special guy. Special, special. Not in quotes. Okay. In well, I guess in in I quotes, don't know, in like a good, <laughs> in a non-offensive good way. Yeah. Um, you reached out to me, and you're like, I want to make. Basically, what you what you said was like, I want to do what we're doing right now. Like, I yeah. want to do like a show or something, yeah. or like a like a YouTube thing or yeah. something like that. And you took me to go to a sandwich shop around the bend. I'm going there later today. <laughs> yeah, you're doing. And this. I've already been there today. You're insane. I'm getting a second. What is that like a pretzel shop? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they sell pretzels exclusively. Well, I don't, pretzel sandwiches. You know, there's other things in the world besides pretzels. Right? Yeah, pretzel sandwiches. Oh, my. Oh, dear. Um, so, anyway, you love pretzels. And uh, so that you took me there, and we were just, like, sitting there, and we were, I was, like, listening to this. Honestly, it was a younger, less experienced man that I was speaking with. And I didn't know exactly what you wanted, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, know what, I don't know what he wants of me right now. I don't think I knew what I wanted of you either. But it's it seemed like you wanted to create. You wanted to mm-hmm. create things. Yeah. I knew that much, and you wanted to. Um, how old? How long ago would that have been? That was probably like three years ago. Probably around like first like mission stories. We the sketch that we released. Maybe it was like around that one. I think probably because I because like I knew you were into right. that sort of thing. So it was probably around that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, oh, there's a guy that does like videos and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So and then there was sort of like this this crew of people like Aaron Mitchell mm-hmm. uh, and like Harrison Sardu. They were sort of like another creative yeah. duo. Yeah. And uh, and and you're you're kind of friends with them and in with them, yep. right? A little yeah. bit, yeah. And like Joe Sim was he's always making stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so there yeah there was like sort of like this this group of people, and you were like, I want to create. And I want to, and so our little thing was like a conversation at this around the bend, which is great. 
uh, and I- this episode of My Wax Museum <laughs> brought to you by Around the Bend. Around the Bend. It's pretzels. That's all they do. Um, and then we, I think I, I remember just being like, listen, man, <laughs> uh, whatever you wanted. I was trying to like think of what you wanted to do in that thing. And I just, yeah. I was like, maybe do, did I suggest a podcast? Or like, no, I th- I think you said. What did I suggest? You you suggested to do like comedy sketches and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if podcasts were as much of a thing they, back. Yeah, no, I I really, had no idea what podcasts were back. I didn't then, really I either. Yeah. They were around, but I yeah. didn't. You know, they haven't. They've reached this tipping point recently. I think. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's cool that everyone's like, there's like Calgary and YSA is sort of having this moment of like, oh man, all you have to do is like have a microphone and you can you can you know yeah. be creative and you can have yeah. this outlet and it yeah. really is cool and i love it is cool because there are a few podcasts going on yeah yeah and just our friends group yeah yeah i love the democratization of like creativity mm-hmm. i yeah. really do love that yeah yeah um so yeah i think that was sort of like the first time that we encountered that was like our first meaningful moment of of meeting and i was like this guy i like this guy I'm I'm glad you you were like a, a a like a kindred spirit. Yeah, I felt. yeah. Well, it's part of that that creative environment, and that's that's where I remember you from. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, there's this older guy Troy, and he does these mission stories, yeah. movies, yeah, and uh, and I thought they were pretty funny. So, hey, thanks. I mean, congratulations on that. You know, <laughs> congratulations uh, to you because I had a cameo in the most recent one. You did. Yeah, you were. Yeah. You yeah. were in it. You forgot I was in it. You know what's funny? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was like talking to your girlfriend and you're, how do you, how do you know her? I was like, yeah, literally yeah. we were in the, your movie. Well, I dude. introduced you guys again. Yeah. And you both were like indignant. You both <laughs> look at me like, how dare we know each other? This guy. Yeah. So we were pretty hurt. But, but know, anyway, you guys okay. both did a great job and everyone did. It was awesome. It yeah. went it went pretty well actually. Yeah. 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 Better than I thought it was gonna go. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna get to that a little bit later sure. in the show. But in the meantime, why don't you tell us where you're from? I'm from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Really? The world. Yeah. The world. I hate that. Uh, I hate that so the solar system. The solar system. The, the no rock from the way. sun. Maybe you've heard of it. It's called Earth. Is that where you're from? Yeah. And how was it growing up there? I hear there are blue skies, oxygen. Yeah. Oh, the blue skies are so nice. Oceans. Yeah. There is a, a salt, or what's it called? Soluble water? No. It's, anyway, there's water. Good bit. We're on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Uh, and, and so did you live in Calgary all growing up? Yeah. So my dad, he... Um, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. When I was like a young, young baby from probably like, I don't know, three to uh, three or four, something around there, we, we moved around a little bit, I think. Like there was mm-hmm. some, like a move to Utah. I think we lived in Utah at some point. Yeah. Um, we, I remember being in California for a time, not too much time, but um, my dad had some work there. But honestly, the most of my childhood that I remember was in Calgary in the house that my parents live in right now in southwest Calgary. Really? Yeah. 
So they they lived there the, you, after moving to California for a little bit and Utah mm-hmm. for a little bit. They came back to Calgary and yeah. Ultimately, I think it was my mom's family ties and my dad. Like both of my mom and dad's family are are based in Calgary, mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah, I think my mom was just like in Utah, just hating that she was like on an island in the middle of a bunch of crazy Mormons. And mm. I mean, my parents are both Mormon, but yeah, I don't know. They, I think she just missed, uh, talking to adults during the day. And, and instead of just having two little kids to take care of my sister and I, yeah, I was just like, I want to be somewhere where I know a little, a few more people in my family and that sort of thing. Yeah. And my dad too. I think he wanted that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So you came back pretty much grew up here. Mm-hmm. All of, all of schooling was done up here. Or did you do any down there? Uh, all of my school was in Calgary, yeah, or a little outside of Calgary, if okay. you count. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I went to, like, from K to 4 or 5, K to 4, wow. I didn't spend that long there, actually, so that was, like, a school right by my house. Okay. And then from grade 5, my mom took me and my sister, I was in grade 5, she was in grade uh, 7, I guess. And she took us out to this school called Red Deer Lake, and it's a little bit outside of Calgary. And we, and it's it's a school that's designed for like country kids. Like Linden would go to a school like this. I went to school in town, not like one of them weird country schools. Okay, well, I went to one of these weird country schools, even though you lived in town. Yeah, and and the reason for this was that I think my aunt lived out in the country at the time with her kids, and they went to this school. Yeah. And their thought was, you know, they're, I don't know, just singing its praises. You know, like, what a great school. And my mom was like, I want to send my kids to a great school. So, lo and behold, we go out there. I'm out there from grade five to grade uh, uh, nine. And uh, it's fun. It's a small school. And it's... uh, it's just the the con, you know the, the condensation of the the most athletic country kids you could find in the really? foothills area. So, is it like who's who's designated to go there? Who goes there? Uh, I th- it's it's the foothills uh, school district, which is country kids. Basically, it's like south of Calgary. Yeah, like kind of south of twenty two X kind of a thing, and all oh, okay. in that just yeah. parcels of land. All those you know? acreages, random, yeah, yeah, acreage yeah. kids. Okay, okay, wild acreage kids who kill animals. They don't do that, do they? Sometimes they do. So, well, I mean, if anybody made a <laughs> podcast about that, that'd have to get banned, <laughs> taken down at the very least. Yes. Yeah. No comment. <laughs> So, Keep it down over there. <laughs> yeah, you're the audience. You're welcome to chime in anytime, Lyndon. He's not even lit. He doesn't even care. He's Snapchatting this. <laughs> so, okay, so you went out there. How does does Red Deer Lake go all the way to 12? It goes to grade 9. Okay. I don't know if it, that has changed, but at the time it was uh, K to 9. Okay. Yeah. And so from grade five till grade nine, you went to this very prestigious country. It's not prestigious. There is Strathcona Tweedsmere is the prestigious one. Red Deer Lake is like the poor Billy Bob bumpkin. Welcome to Red Deer. You know, just a really, uh, 
that sort of a school. And it was really like dilapidated the building. It was really run down. Really? It used to snow in the hallway. Are you serious? Yeah, when the, when it started to snow. <laughs> and uh, and all the kids loved it, but you could tell on the teachers' faces that they were just so ashamed to be teaching at this school. Really? Nah, they, there was a that, pride I mean, There was a pride. Yeah, yeah. But it's it, pretty fun. But yeah, snowed in the hallway. Um, yeah, good so, times. So that was so so it was a public school. It was, it was a public. Uh, yeah, technically it was. Yeah, but it was a different special, according to your aunt. You said it, yeah. She's like, it's just a good school. The thing about it was that it was smaller, okay. and that it and it was you know it was uh, elementary plus junior high. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there is something about that that makes junior high a little more. It grounds it a little bit more. Yeah. You know, and it's a smaller group of kids. It's more of like a cohesive cohort or whatever it's called. You know, when like yeah. the kids stick together. And I think my mom was just honestly afraid of sending me to uh, Woodman, this uh, uh, the high school that I was supposed to go to. I would yeah. have gone to. Yeah. Um. Or no, the junior high. That was the junior. Junior high. The yeah, junior high. Woodman. Yeah, Woodman. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we went out there. Nice. It was good. Nice. You enjoyed it? Uh, yeah, it was, honestly, I'm not a very athletic kid, and so I wasn't. And it was a very athletics-centric place. And so, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, that was kind of tough. Yeah. You know, to be, like, one of the, one of the nerdy, unathletic kids in a big group of, like, um, you know, Athletic people, athletic little kids, yeah, running around. You know, future. Honestly, like two of my classmates from there made it into the NHL. Really? Yeah, out of a class of like sixty kids. Yeah, two wow. of them. Holy cow! Isn't that crazy? So, yeah. So it was pretty. That's concentrated. That's pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah. So they, I mean, they probably had their parents like. Yeah. They were, yeah started young, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Because okay, so most people, at least I don't. Yeah. Perceive you as nerdy and geeky. Mm. Mm. Were you? What separ- What separates the you then from the you now? Oh, interesting question. I uh, well, back then I was very preoccupied with my ability to woo the opposite sex, or my lack of my ability. I was okay. You know, I I was like crushing on chicks. You know, but. As this little little Troy, <laughs> yeah. little tr- little Troy crushing on chicks. Um, but I, I, you know, for one thing, I think I was like prepubescent at this time, and just you know, not even a factor for women. And then like women, are, you know, what do they want? They're just like, we're all a bunch of kids, yeah. a bunch of little kids, and I don't even know what I wanted. You know, I yeah. just knew that I wanted like the affection and the, like the attention, I suppose, of like of women. And and I'll, I have these diaries from when I was a kid, and I was just like. It's full of of uh, like operations to try to like attract Kim or like Samantha. Samantha talked to me today. Ooh, I'm so excited about that. Yeah. And uh, so in that respect, I was just like kind of a nerdy. I love video games. I still do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was into comics. I was into you know Marvel and and DC and. Um, those are sort of, I guess those are, and I love movies, of course. I love films yeah. and, and cartoons and all of that sort of stuff. Pokemon. You yeah. Know, I was into, I was pretty much into to all the stuff that like, 
in a movie, if a jock came across a kid and, and wanted to find a reason to give him a slushy or like a, a swirly, put his, dunk his head in the toilet yeah. and flush it, I was into all those things. Did you ever get a swirly? I never did. I was too like tall, I think mostly, yeah. for people to. I was kind of a mean little kid. Yeah, not mean, but like ferocious, <laughs> like a raccoon. If you backed it into a corner, I'd scratch. You'd go crazy. I'd scratch your eyes out. You'd kill me at the end of it, but you'd lose your eyes. So somehow, <laughs> I can picture that very clearly. <laughs> Let me tell you about the time I uh, gouged someone's eyes out. <laughs> I watched it happen. <laughs> yeah. You know our guest audience, Lyndon? Yeah. yeah. That's why That's why he's on a podcast, because he can't watch videos anymore. That's right. He doesn't have eyes. Okay. He's just, he's like, <laughs> he doesn't know how to jump in. So, because I, know, I noticed, yeah. as you were walking to your apartment here. Yeah. I notice how tall you really are. I don't even notice how tall I am. <laughs> well, I to mean, be honest, you know what I mean. I mean, you might be used to it now. Yeah, but I mean, and then sitting here in this couch, sunken <laughs> in, and you're you're at your desk, sitting there. My artificially heightened chair. Yeah, you're yeah. you're a very tall guy, and I mean, yeah. I'm not that tall. I'm I'm below average. How tall are you? I'm five seven. That's uh, that's a good height. I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. I'm pleased with it. Yeah. I'm you know, pleased like, with it. I, I feel like I don't bump my head on many things. No. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I can, I'm still short enough to climb up on the counter. And <laughs> you, you say know, that so like it's, it's a good thing. <laughs> it is a good thing. It is a good thing because that's awesome, right? I can stand that's up right. on top of things and still have space above my head. Yeah. You know? Whereas you couldn't stand on your desk. You'd have to uh, duck. You know? Maybe not. I don't know. You know, so yeah. So I mean, blessings. How how tall are you though? I'm six foot four. Okay, so you've got solid nine inches on me. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, I guess uh, being t- yeah. I, did you ever get beat up? Once in grade five. Um, <laughs> but I I had it coming. You had it. <laughs> I had it coming because I I punched the guy. Oh, okay. uh, well, I punched his fingers, but I mean, you punched his fingers. Yeah. That's as high yeah. as you could reach. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyways, I'll tell that story another time. But in the meantime, did Sorry. you ever get beat up? Get beat up. Um, I got punched in the face by this kid. Oh, I got to tell you this story. Okay. This yeah. is such a good story. I got punched in the face by this kid named... Uh, actually, this was a different kid. I'm thinking of two different kids right now. But the kid that punched me in the face... No, it was Rudy. His name's Rudy. Okay, yeah. I mean, he sucks. Uh, his name is Rudy. And Rudy's like this crazy kid. Yeah. And I got to tell you about Rudy. Rudy, uh, I know this is about me, but I got to tell you about Rudy. Tell me about Rudy. Rudy was this crazy kid. <laughs> Did you ever have kids in school that were like crazy? Oh, yeah. And they had to separate them, of course. Yeah. Because they're not good for the rest of the pack. They're antisocial, mm-hmm. right? So Rudy is one of these kids. He's just always disrupting things to the point where the teacher is like, all right, Rudy, you get to sit over there, and but that wasn't enough to stop Rudy. Rudy kept on disrupting the class, and he kept distracting kids. And he would do the great, he'd contort his body in his little chair, mm-hmm. his little kid chair, and he would like look at people and <laughs> give them give them weird looks and everything. And we loved it. We loved watching <laughs> Rudy from afar. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to get too close. He'll bite. Yeah. And he is, he was dangerous. He punched me in the face. 
It was in the morning, by the way. That was a smaller story. He he punched me in the face in the morning before school started, and I was like, cry. Just, I just cry. I don't know. I don't remember why. Well, of course you cry. Uh, what do you mean you don't remember I don't remember why. honestly why he punched me oh, in the face. Okay. He was, was being like, rude about it. I thought you were saying you didn't know why you cried, and I was like, well, he well, punched, I got punched you in, the, in the, face. the face. Yeah, no, I don't know why I cried. But... um yeah, so anyway, so this is the kid. So he's like sitting over in his, his chair, and, but but he's still distracting kids. So the teacher's like, you know what we got to do? We got to give this kid a quote-unquote office. Mm-hmm. And what that meant essentially was taking like a like a tri-fold, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. cardboard, white cardboard thing for the science yeah. fair. Yeah. Stick it around him. Yeah. So no one can see him. And he's he's cut off from everyone else. It's like the the... The grade two equivalent of like going into solitary. Yeah. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and Confined to solitary for yeah, 45 minutes. 45 days in the, the, the clink or what? I don't know. Whatever. The cooler. In the cooler. Something like that. So anyway, he's behind the cooler, his little cardboard thing. He's in his office. And someone thought it was a great idea to give him a pair of scissors. Because he had, you know, like those rounded, dull kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the kids, they're like knives, two knives put together. Yeah, don't run with those. No, and and for sure don't give them to the kid who's like a danger to everybody else. And you got to mm-hmm. put him offside. So he's got like, we're like reading or doing whatever in class. And he's off by himself behind the curtain. And he, we hear this like, this puncture. This, this like, poof, poof, poof. and we're like, what the heck? And... Rudy had been like carving, you know, like like Andy Dufresne in in what's yeah. that movie? Uh, Shawshank. Shawshank. Spoiler alert! Sorry, everybody. Yeah, he been he's carving through, albeit a much thinner thing to <laughs> to get to his freedom. <laughs> so he carves out this little hole in the yeah. cardboard, and then sticks his eye up to the hole, and then looks at me, and almost as as if to say, "I still see you." And I'm going to punch you after school, too. He never did, but he was this terrifying little kid. And, he, and eventually, I don't know what they did with him. I think they just gave up. Oh, man. Well, well. they just gave up on him. It's rough. <laughs> on Rudy. Poor kid. Anyway, so I got punched in the face. That's the one time. Nice. What grade was that? In? Grade two. Grade two? Yeah. 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 Wow. That's uh, quite the adventure of your childhood. Can I tell you another story? Yeah, tell me another story. This That's story, what we're here for. I want to tell you this story about, this is when I was in grade like five or six or seven. And this is another like fight story. This is like, this is appearing into like who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. I, I got, uh, I was, I had a friend named Bryce and Bryce was like a little prankster guy mm-hmm. and he got his cheese sauce on me that's and and so you know for like a dip or whatever and i didn't like that yeah and so and i even think that he just found he found it on the ground outside and and he just threw it at you so what i did and i thought this was an equal measurement of you know uh, measured retaliation he's as he's running away i run up to him and i punch him in the back of his spine as hard as i could and to this day, Bryce is in a wheelchair. <laughs> he lived, but he seemed legitimately like in hurt by that. Yeah. Emotionally and physically. Yeah. And that was a moment I was like, maybe I shouldn't punch people. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Did you ever punch anyone again? <sighs> you know, I've never punched anyone in the face. I, and honestly, my punching days were sort of getting behind me at that point. Yeah. Junior high was like a punchy time. Really? Was it that for, the same for you? Lyndon, what about for you? No. 
Did you ever like like punch people? Um, I think I would punch my brother a little bit. Were you guys like what age were you? I know I definitely stopped punching him when he got to be about twelve, because <laughs> his return punches hurt too much. Right, and uh, like the return on investment was really bad. Yeah, how old were you? Well, let's see. I would have been about fifteen then. Okay, okay. You can handle a deacon's punch, a little deacon punch. Well, I could handle it, but it wasn't. It's not it worth, wasn't it. worth it. Yeah, yeah, point. yeah. Did you ever do that game where you just, you know, punch someone and they punch you back and then <laughs> yeah, you punch them? And yeah, it was like that's what I'm saying. But it, it wasn't. It wasn't like a. We hate each other. It was, no, it this was, is this is the game of young men. It, it's strange, but you have to play those games for I f- some reason. I feel a little bit like we should bring that back in our adulthood. No, man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Bring You're it back. really off base with that. <laughs> bring it back. Uh, <laughs> so okay. So so you did a little punching. You got in yeah. a few. Did you get in any like like scraps? Big scraps. Little scraps. Little scraps. Um, with friends, honestly, and it was just it was just like like. Like young dogs, like play fighting sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, trying to figure out how I don't know what it is about that age, but you just like have to punch other kids. Yeah, and how? how like okay, f- speaking philosophically. Yeah, how do you feel about punching kids punching other kids? I think I think it's probably something you have to do. I think mm-hmm. you probably have to do it. You have to go through it. It's it's. I think it's part of growing up, probably. Yeah, you know, sort of figuring out that you can defend yourself like i remember my dad being like this one kid his name was peter <laughs> i shouldn't say his name but his name was peter peters really like that's the that's joke awesome. yeah and he was like kind of tough he was a tough kid yeah and i've never been like a tough kid but anyway so he we're in the locker room and we're talking to, jim had just finished and peter was like boy I really didn't like that stupid game. I think it was basketball. I hate mm-hmm. basketball. And I'm like, well, I don't know why I said this, but I was like, it's probably because you suck at it. And he's like, what'd you say? And he like got up in my business and he yeah. like, and I was like kneeling, tying my shoe. Like it almost just slipped out, but he like comes up to me. He's like, what'd you say? And he like pushes me over. And he's like, that's what I thought you said. Biatch, you know? I don't know if that's allowed on... Oh, yeah, swearing's okay on my podcast. Oh, it is? Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I know it's not on yours, apparently, <laughs> according to the fans. I guess. Yeah. Anyway, so he um, so he did that. And I remember, like, I was being, I was upset by that. I went home. And yeah. I cried a little bit about that, and I was like, Dad. And, but anyway, what my dad said in response to that was like, you're not allowed to, like, start a fight, but you're allowed to finish it. Mm. And I was like... Dad wants me to beat people up. <laughs> Didn't you well, kind of start I mean, that fight? Uh, not on purpose, to be honest. I guess I kind of did. Yeah, I prov- I verbally provoked him, and I think I've I've been doing that a lot throughout my whole life. Probably. Your dad was right. You should have destroyed him. I was I was writing checks. My fists couldn't cash. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I I think I was like one of those a dog with a bark worse than its bite. Mm, yeah, um, where you, where you can. Uh... You can say you, you talk tough, yeah, kind of thing, yeah. But my dad, he bought me this this weight set when I was about twelve years old, yeah. And that was sort of like 
this is interesting. I'm, this theme is developing out of as I look yeah. back on this, but like masculinity and the development of masculinity. Yeah, you know, and sort of that crux time period of of, of junior high. And my dad's like, because it was one of those things where it's like my dad had always sort of talked about like I was into weights and I weightlifted and that was sort of my thing and it was a personal sport almost. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't really found a sport that I really liked, and so I sort of he got me this weight bench and and everything and i sort of latched onto that a little bit um and it felt good because i started to like lift weights and i would do like curls and stuff and i remember there was like this key moment where i worked really hard on my biceps and and they were always hurting and my forearms really hurt all the time and and it got to this point where i was like i actually started to see results in some of this girl that i liked was like hey nice arms and oh. I was like, "What was that? Was that Kim? That was Sam. That was Sam. Samantha. Uh, oh. Yeah. What was her name? We won't say her full name. <laughs> Just Samantha. Yeah. And so I was like, "It works." It was. It was this interesting moment of like outside of lifting weights or any sort of physical endeavor, but like if you if you try to do something, yeah, you can get results. Yeah, but it and, takes time, and it takes time. Yeah. Yeah. And then before you know it, Samantha will notice you, <laughs> give you a compliment on the arms you've been working on yeah. since you were 12. Yeah, man. And uh, did she make it into the diary? Oh, she was in the diary. She was in the diary. <laughs> she was in the diary. My tear-stained diary pages. You should have a podcast. Where I just read my diary. Just read your <laughs> childhood diary. Did you keep a, a journal a lot? Like, yeah. Really? I did, yeah. Pretty consistently? Um, more than most kids, probably. Yeah. 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 Uh, there are big time jumps sometimes, but when I do stick to it, it's, there's, there's lengths of time, like whole semesters of school where I'd like journaled once, uh, once a day kind of thing. Yeah. And do you go back and read that at all? Not too much now, but when I do, it's hilarious and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You just laugh at yourself. Uh, yeah, because I was really funny, even as a child. <laughs> I was, I just had like, maybe not intentionally, or maybe I was being intentional. I don't know. Maybe I knew that I would go back and read this. And be like, and, I'll get a kick out of telling you know, this story. And, the, you know, I used to draw these comics about kids that like upset me. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of messed up in the today's political climate like it's basically violence i would like draw these comics of violence against yeah. kids i don't i didn't like yeah they say something mean to me and i'm like here's a comic where i kill you you know mm-hmm. and it's kind of weird to look back on that now and be like oh here's a here's a little a little fun thought when i was a kid you know the simpsons episode where it's like um homer sits on a stool at work okay and the stool breaks yeah and he's like what's going on and he looks at the at the bottom of the stool it's like acme stool company yeah he's like you're going on the revenge list and he like writes it on a revenge list and it's like a you know list of funny things yeah as a kid i'm like revenge list gotta make a revenge list i'll make one of those You put that on your to-do list yeah to make a revenge list i made a revenge list really when i was a kid i forgot all about this and guess who found it my mom and dad and they were tucking me into bed one time. Oh no! <laughs> they found my revenge list, and they're and there's like the girl down the street was on it for taking my my uh, 
paper cutout house and using it on her project instead of like mine. But it was all like yeah. our same project though. Yeah. Did you list reasons for the revenge as well? How detailed was it? Was it just names or was it names and reasons? I think I think it was just names and I had the reasons in my head. Ah, um, you just knew. That I still remember to this yeah, day. Yeah. Because you still have – you probably have it posted on your bedroom wall. Uh, you know, I would love – I think my parents confiscated that list. <laughs> really? For good reason. Yeah. And they gave me a stern reprimand. You know, they're like – I think they were kind of worried. Can you imagine if your kid had a revenge – like your kid is an incel – you know, your kid's the one who's going to go, like, shoot up the school. And I, I imagine in that moment, they're like, this is the fledgling moment where... Where if it we don't happened. stop this. It's kind of weird, but, like, reading my journals, it's like, I was like a little incel kid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just sort of, like, upset that I had, like, no attention from women. Yeah. Really wanting it. Yeah. And drawing comics, honestly, the comics, the violence was more against, like, um, teachers or, like, a boy who said something mean to me. Yeah. Called me out for not knowing enough Pink Floyd songs, even though I was wearing a Pink Floyd shirt. Yeah. That sort of thing. You weren't a real fan. I wasn't. (laughs) I really (laughs) wasn't at the time. I still do. I have a Run DMC sweater that... uh, it's really loud when you touch the mic, Linda. <laughs> That's the worst microphone, and it picks up, like, everything. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was a little incel boy. <laughs> nice. And now you've grown up. Now I'm not. Uh, you're, you're not. Yeah, I'm not I mean, a little weirdo anymore. I'm not an incel, okay? You, you, I'm a vol cell. You voluntarily cel- celibate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, you do have a girlfriend. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. And, uh, and for like the first time, like ever, it s- feels. S- so now you feel like you have finally achieved masculinity. <laughs> um, that's an interesting question. I, uh, I guess so. I guess so. I don't know if I really ever, I don't know if I fully connected masculinity with, uh, or maybe I must have with being with or trying to attract women. Mm-hmm. But um, I think there was a bit of a separation there in those those two things for me. Yeah. I think yeah. It, I, I often associate like achievement with masculinity or like, uh, yeah, doing, yeah, planning achievement, sort of set, doing what you set out to do. Yeah. Kind of thing. And do you, do you have anything um, that you're kind of setting out to do in your life right now? Yeah, I want to – it's interesting. This is sort of like the first time in a long time where I've I've decided sort of to actually pursue some of the things that, like, I am more interested in. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I got the podcast Mission Stories. uh, We talk about mission stories and – I do want to do more film stuff and I've always been into like acting and, and film and that sort of thing and making films and, and, um, and music. I love music. I don't know. Honestly, like I want to, the the answer is, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I want to do and I'm trying to do. And I'm just, I'm realizing now that it's like, and I, and I put that off for so long and I don't know why I think it was like a, like a, I don't know. Like it felt like it was wrong to be so selfish to pursue your own 
passion sort of thing. Like it just mm-hmm. felt theologically wrong somehow. Yeah. Um, since then I've just, you know, I, I'm, I think part of it was that I was afraid of failing as well. Yeah. And now I feel, I don't know, like I'm getting 28, you know, like I'm approaching 30 and I'm just like, I want to just do the things I want to do. I want to accomplish some things. And it's like, I'm learning now that it's like, I should have been doing this for the last 10 years. Yeah. You know, I should have been sort of grinding a little more about these passions that I have. Yeah. And I, I mean, you, you have a full-time job Yeah, and, but you're doing these things on the side. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, you have your band. Right. Sort of, yeah. I used to have We're a band. Kind of. We, uh, as of the airing of this episode, Shane Lethaby was last week. Oh, yeah. nice. Did yeah. you talk about the understudy? A little bit briefly. Briefly. Yeah. Did he say the band was broken up? He said the band was broken up. You can hear all about it. I will. I'll listen to that. On Monday, it comes out. I'll listen to that. But yeah, man, I... Uh... I don't know. It's time. I'm happy. I'm glad to sort of be doing more to to be more creative. Yeah. In that sort of sort of arena, and just to, I guess the point I was going to make before is that like you realize how far how far the road ahead of you truly is once you start walking it, mm-hmm. and it's not until you start that you're like, oh, there's so much to do. I'm so not that good at this, and I I should have been doing this for so much longer yeah um but you know what it's like what's that it's like what's the best time to plant a tree seed like 20 years ago second best time is today yeah yeah so when you're planting that that tree that's right right that's right man you gotta you got a podcast yeah why don't we wrap up talking about your talking about your podcast sure sounds like a great idea okay yeah. okay that's the All real right Lin- Lyndon chimes in <laughs> yeah i got a podcast it's called mission stories uh and we talk about um mission stories it's yeah. pretty self-explanatory yeah. Uh, yeah and read read my emails we read your that's a big portion of my show. podcast yeah. i listen every time and i'm like are you kidding they plugged it again. You, oh, you email every time, every I, week. And... I email every time, and you start off, Alex Williams, our uh, podcast enemy, uh, <laughs> yeah. has emailed us again. Yeah, Lyndon. That's that's all Lyndon, man. That's not me, with man. His, with his museum of fake people, which congratulations, both of you are now a part of. <laughs> we are fake. It was my only desire. Lyndon's only desire. Now you're here. Welcome. Well, I made this podcast just so you would pay attention to me <laughs> and ask me to be on yours. You know what? All you had to do ha- was do your home teaching, Lyndon. And I now you home, can. I don't home teach. I minister. You minister. He ministers. You ministers. Hear more about that on uh, <laughs> the mission stories. Here's podcast. some highly uh, unconventional takes on ministering on the mission stories podcast. I actually, I actually love your guys's podcast. Thanks, man. I, I thoroughly enjoy every oh, single episode. Oh, that warms my heart. Especially the band ones. The bad ones? The band. The band the ones. Bands, the, the band episodes. Oh, the band one. Are you yeah. the one that keeps listening to that episode? No, I, I don't know. I thought you took it down. I don't you know did, how anybody's... The stats keep showing whenever it gets played, like from a download, I guess, the people. You know what? I, I actually wondered if I am misinterpreting that thing. 
I just thought there was like anytime it says other track, it's you know it's a track that we uploaded but have taken away, so it just sort of says other track. Oh no, I think that's just a general but sum of other tracks. Oh, I've been misreading that yeah. so so much. Yeah, okay, okay. well, my never mind. Is very He'll be glad <laughs> about all the plays that's been getting. Well, apparently well, that's easy. Yeah, <laughs> apparently I just completely misinterpreted what other. Well, he'll be glad to hear that. Okay. Uh, Eric. Eric is his name? That's right. Eric Naglas. Rick. Does anyone ever call him Rick? Never. We're going to start calling him Rick. Well, he's Rick now. Tell him his name is Rick. Electronic Rick. Electronic. E-Rick. Rick. E-Rick. Yeah. I like it. Well, uh, thanks for being on the show. We're going to go do more recording here. And, uh, yeah, I I mean, that's it. Is that it? Yep. Do I just stop yeah, it you now? Can just stop it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye bye.